Good morning, Roscommon. You are listening to Ross FM 94.6. I'm your host, Kira Lawless, and this is Good Morning, Roscommon, live every Tuesday morning between 9 and 11. And we're going to have some fabulous guests on today. But to start off the morning, I'm joined by Councillor Emer Kelly. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Kira. Thanks for having me on. Fantastic to have you on the show. But I tell us, I know there's a lot happening, but tell us all about these amazing grants actually currently. Yes, I thought I'd pop on this morning. Um, yeah. There's quite, been quite a few announcements recently in relation to grants for housing or housing developments um, for, for personal use or private use. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I'd pop on this morning um, to let everyone know what's out there. Um, so I suppose firstly was the vacant homes and derelict homes scheme. And um, recently there was an announcement of an expansion to that scheme, which is brilliant. So I suppose this grant is aimed at bringing existing, existing vacant properties back into use. So I suppose keeping the original structure and the original building as far as possible and as far as safe um, and just refurbishing them to make them habitable again. So the expansion of this scheme saw an increase of a grant of 30000 to 50000 for vacant properties and an increase from 50000 to 70000 for derelict properties. So an increase there of €20,000, which is massive. Yeah, yeah and it's brilliant given that I suppose the the, re, the growing costs in materials and that mm, and this is relevant for properties built up until 2007 so in most cases it'll take in most properties um, that, that are, are derelict or vacant at the minute and the the increase in funds will will um, be relevant to anyone who has applied for the scheme and hadn't drawn down the funds before the 1st of May. So most people will get that um, increase in the grant if they've already applied for the scheme. And I suppose just to qualify for it then, you have to have proof of ownership of the house or be in the process of buying it and you have to live in it yourself or make it available to rent um, and it must have been vacant for two years. Um, and then I suppose if people are looking for more support on that grant, each local authority will have a vacant homes officer who they can get in contact contact with and liaise with to assist them um, on maybe seeing if they're eligible for the funding or if they if, uh, assist them with the application for it. So it's a great support to have there. Huge. Yeah. It's going to make a massive difference. Definitely, I think yeah, so. there's so many like homes everywhere in Dermot. I suppose the cottages at the moment seem to be the, the big rage. Everyone wants, seems to want to buy a cottage. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose we have so many vacant um, homes or vacant mm-hmm. buildings there that are part of our traditional culture and heritage. Mm-hmm. It will be nice, I think, to see them back in action again um, so I think it's it's a good opportunity there to, to get on the the property um, property ladder is there kind of an expiry date we'll say for that grant or do they reckon that'll go out for the next year and a half two years or how does that kind of process I suppose kind of work if you've any yeah so we had a, a recent meeting with I suppose the Minister of State and that was one of the questions that was posed to him um, so they're hoping that this will continue um, for the next few years anyway and then Hopefully we might see an expansion or continuation of it after that, but yeah. um, at the minute it's it's there for the next couple of years, so it's it's brilliant, and I think it'll it'll cover a lot of homes. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I suppose then for people who maybe already have their home and just want um, an upgrade to it, there's loads of grants there for like energy um, improving energy ratings so a great website that I would use for reference is the SEAI website so the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland and they have loads of grants there available to improve energy ratings and these can apply to like private homes, businesses or even communities Um, so the home energy grants can be either partially funded or fully funded and again I suppose it comes down to whether or not the person meets certain criteria or there's 
um, maybe income thresholds and that. Um, and then you have the community grants, which is available to support integration of energy, renewable energy sources, building fabric upgrades, integration of control systems and technology and system upgrades. And this is all supported um, through a project coordinator. So this is great um, I suppose as we're seeing c- communities group and groups maybe coming under a bit of pressure for incorporating more sustainable projects into their into their um, their work this is a good opportunity for them to do that and on the SEA EA website there is um, there is the option of getting in contact with the project coordinator maybe to see if there's a feasi- a feasibility around your, your project or your project ideas and of course then this covers businesses as well so it's it, there's loads of um, I suppose money there to, to, to get um, it's just to, to find the right place for it um, and then for people maybe first time buyers who are looking to get on the property market um, there's the help to buy scheme so this would I suppose this grant is really designed to help people with the deposit um, and per- to purchase a building for them to live in as their own home and as part of it they have to live in the building for five years um, so this is a grant for up to €30,000 under the enhanced scheme so it? it is yeah and it's great I suppose it just takes the pressure off having to save up for that initial deposit because mm-hmm. that will cover in most cases will cover the deposit of the, ho- the mortgage and then I suppose the mortgage then would, under the criteria would have to be 70% of the purchase value of the property or the approved valuation of the property um, so it's another good scheme and hopefully we'll see that continue for, for the foreseeable future um, and then of course you have your housing adaptation grant which is which has been there for quite a while and this is available to people with physical, sensory, mental health or intellectual disabilities and it's really based around improving the access of their homes um, so this can cover can include like addition of ramps extending their homes maybe to build on a bedroom or a bathroom if needed adding accessible facilities so um, maybe a wet room or a level access shower and then installing stair lifts or grab rails and that's a maximum grant of up to 30,000 or 95% of the total cost of the works so that would mean the individual would only have to fund about 5% of the works which is good um, but unfortunately there is a limit of a gross household income of 60,000 um, but again the local authorities will have uh, individuals within the housing departments who can assist with the grant and the grant process so if anyone has any queries about that I suppose um, get in contact with your local authority or one of your, your uh, local representatives and they can assist on that so that's just I suppose uh, a few of the housing or development grants that are available at the minute which, I, which people can avail of. Yeah I have to say what a fantastic way to actually tackle I suppose a lot of this housing crisis and, and these, they are amazing supports available. Do you kind of see that people are kind of you know hopping on that bandwagon and maybe availing of those grants or is there still a bit of a kind of a shyness around? No I think that people are definitely yeah. availing of them. I'm getting a lot of queries on on them especially the, the new grant, the, the Vacant Homes and Derelicts grant yeah. um, and I suppose you always have people applying for the housing adaptation grants mm. and then recently um, I know myself driving home and driving to work I see a lot more houses get availing of solar panels and more renewable forms of energy which is great and hopefully they are available of that grant but that grant is there under SEAI to assist with maybe installation of solar panels or assist with some of the purchase costs but again all the details um, will be on the website um, and it will 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 uh, help cater for everyone's needs I suppose so it's it's great to see people availing of the grants and I would encourage everyone if they've any kind of projects planned or anything to, to, to throw an eye on those grants and see if they qualify this is it exactly because that can make a massive difference for a lot of people Huge. yeah
Yeah, definitely. Um, and like you mentioned, Kira, I suppose the housing crisis is still ongoing. So it's it's, it's very, very difficult to get any property to rent or buy, I know, in, in County Roscommon anyway. Um, and I suppose it's important that, that we do refurbish the properties that we have lying vacant and hopefully we can see some improvement in the housing availability in the coming years. I think so. It's great to see as well. There's a lot of, there is a few nice new builds as well. So it's great to see that too, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think absolutely. so. What else is going on, actually? Yeah, so I suppose um, over the past couple of weeks and months, um, I've been working quite closely with community groups. Um, there's a lot of other funds um, available and opening at the minute. So mm-hmm. re- most recently, we had the Tidy Towns. So I was working with a few groups to get their applications over the line, I suppose. Um, and Tidy Towns is something that can often be nearly overlooked. Like They play such a vital role in our communities and maintaining our towns and villages so well and they they even looking from a I suppose a local authority point of view they they do so much work that takes pressure I suppose of local, local authority services as well and I would really encourage people to get involved in them and it doesn't mean you have to be out picking litter every sing- day of the week but yeah. there's looking at the application form like there's loads of opportunity to get involved there under like community planning and involvement streetscaping landscaping nature and biodiversity sustainability litter control and so much more so I suppose if anyone had any interest in any of those areas be it maybe biodiversity or or streetscaping get involved with your tidy towns maybe bring a project idea to them I'm sure they'd only be delighted to, for you to take on that role um, or just to bring forward an idea that you can assist with um, and unless we have volunteers there I suppose these groups won't be able to continue so it's important that we do support them and then as well we've had CLAR funding recently um, so this really aims at providing funding for small scale infrastructure projects um, specifically in rural areas which is great um, and there is a specific map so unfortunately if the area isn't within the map it won't qualify for the fund um, but it really just supports sustainable development and attracts people to work and live in areas um, so it's funded under the Department of Rural and Community Development and supported by the local authority um, so this year Measure one was looking at development, developing community facilities and amenities. Um, so I know there's some really, really good projects gone in under there that I've I've assisted people with. And then measure two was focused on mobility, cancer care and community first responders. And then measure three on our islands. So I suppose that is a quite competitive um, mm. fund. It's brilliant. It, it, it's a brilliant opportunity to get funding for an area, but it is quite competitive. So if there's anyone or any kind of community groups thinking, of submitting an application for that next year um, I would definitely advise them to start working on the application now and start contacting maybe their local reps or the um, local authority just to get support on their project on that and then hopefully in the coming weeks uh, we'll see the town and village renewal opening Okay, and fantastic. Yeah, yeah, huge. And the Oris as well, which is the Outdoor Recreational Infrastructure Scheme. So those will, I suppose, see the development of our towns and villages. Again, they are quite competitive, so yeah. I would would definitely advise community groups to get started on the applications and and get in contact with their the relevant person in their local depart- local authority um, or their local rep. So um, definitely some exciting things coming up there in the near future as well. Absolutely, I have to say, you can see the hard um, work of the tidy towns because after, for us, common doesn't seem to have that much litter around it so you can see how much work 
and effort they are putting in. If they want to contact anyone that was listening this morning, Tidy Towns, is there any contact details or what would you advise that they go? Yeah, so there's the Tidy Towns website, um, which is um, where I suppose it's all rolled out from, or Lovely. contact your local representative, um, who will probably be linked in with most of the Tidy Town groups in the area and can point you in the right direction as well. Fantastic. And I know as well, we've, we talked, I suppose, a few weeks back as well, a little bit about mental health as well, but kind of what are kind of some of the challenges or say, I suppose, that you can see at the moment? Yeah, and I suppose mental health was kind of something I wanted mm. to speak um, today about. I suppose it's kind of relevant at the minute, it's particularly among young people with the exams coming up and everything. You know, it's quite a stressful yeah. time um, and we see this every year and it's talked about again and again but I suppose it's just to emphasise that the importance of looking after your mental health um, at the end of the day an exam is an exam there's always another way around these things mm-hmm. but it's important um, to create a work-life balance among all age groups um, so at the minute we'll see quite a large focus on um, leaving cert students yeah. and students preparing for exams but also across um, every age group so I was just reading last night an article um, from a TD who's a retiring and he was saying if he had one bit of advice from his younger self so he entered politics quite early if he had one bit of advice for his younger self would be to get a life or to have a life outside work outside of work yeah and it can be difficult at times I suppose you get into a routine of getting up going to work coming home getting up going to work coming home so it's important that you have an outlet or have somewhere that you can go to just relax and enjoy yourself and away from all the pressures of everyday life um, and we really I suppose need to see an investment in mental health services across the country as well there's huge waiting lists and unfortunately just not the resources there to meet the demands so hopefully um, I would like to work on this or bring forward motions of this on this in the near future and hopefully we can see um, some change on this because I think it's very very important that we do and there's great groups out there like we've Jigsaw and all those groups that are working endlessly to try and promote positive mental health and positive attitudes around mental health. So it would be great um, to see additional funding and resources for them as well. Hugely. And it's, it's funny you touched on the leave insert there as well. Actually, I have a cousin listening um, in, uh, she's probably watching, listening on the repeat, but actually she talks a lot about the pressures, I suppose, of leaving cert students. And I, I don't know, is, is it too many subjects? Sometimes you often wonder, or is this massive focus maybe put on them, the pressure on them from teachers to, you know, if you're going straight into college, you need to have X, Y, Z points. But they just wait a few years. Every course is open. Why do you think there's such a, an urgency among students? Yeah, I think we. I think the last couple of years have been such a focus on going to university or going to college mm-hmm. and getting a degree. And I think we're actually losing sight of... Um, the, the importance of more practical work or more practical elements. I know at the minute it's impossible to get a plumber or a builder <laughs> or anything. This is it, like yeah, any kind of tradespeople just seems to be crickets. Exactly, yeah. and they're they're so essential, mm-hmm. and we need them. And I suppose it's great apprentice apprenticeships and that are are becoming more popular again, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I think we do need to support this as well, um, and show students that these options are out there, and yeah. you don't have to go to university or get a degree. In, that, in something very academic you can do what you like to do you can do a more practical job get an apprenticeship in it um, because that the work is definitely needed and there'll definitely yeah. be a job um, at the end of it anyway so I think there, there, there is um, a more a greater focus uh, shifting towards apprenticeships and um, more practical courses I suppose which is brilliant and I think it's great um, and I know people 
um, it takes, a, I suppose, a bit of pressure off people as well who may not be that academic or may not have an interest in it. Um, but their, I suppose, their talents are in more practical work. So it's it's really, really promising. Hopefully now, and hopefully it will reduce some of the pressure on students. I think so. You put it, you put it into a great perspective. There, there's other elements. There's, you can look at the apprenticeships and different kind of mentoring programs that are out there. Yeah, and there's loads of, I suppose, courses or add-on courses. There's a GRETB, there's like PLC courses. There's loads of different courses um, that people can do as well. Um, and definitely, like... I would advise people to to look at all your options and don't don't I suppose narrow or pinhole yourself down to to one one path or one idea. Absolutely, and I have to say, Emer, um, you're amazing for coming on this morning, and you're you know, you you give a great light um, for women in politics and, and getting into all those areas as well. Um, for anyone listening in, maybe on the line to see it this morning, and there's maybe a young girl listening in going, "Oh my God, I love like I love Emer's energy and how she does everything." I suppose, what would your advice be? to young women actually when it comes to confidence and self-esteem and things like that because you come across as that character actually that's you know you're very vibrant and you're, you're you speak your truth so what's your advice there for anyone to sing in yeah and i suppose it's funny um you say that here because i suppose like even growing up or in school or whatever mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have been like the most confident person or that i would have been i suppose quite quieter and um, but I, I suppose my my advice would be if you like something go for it, it at the end of the day it doesn't matter what you're not going to have everyone liking you all the time or not everyone's going to agree with your opinions or your viewpoints but that's what makes us I suppose a diverse country and that's the 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 great thing about democracy and if you like something or enjoy something or want to try out something new go for it because at the end of the day you're only going to regret the chances you don't take and I know for myself anyway I was sick of giving out about politics and that so I was like, yeah. what, what point is me sitting here giving out about it if I'm not going to do something to try and change it or to try and influence it? So definitely just take the step forward. It's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's stepping out of your comfort zone. But there are people there to support you. And look, you're always going to have friends and family behind you all the way. And the supports are there. And look, feel free to get in contact with myself if you if you want to chat about anything or um, if you have any questions on the political aspect or anything like that. So I would definitely say just go for it and just take the chance. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure to talk to you this morning. I suppose that's probably everything on the agenda, is it, that we've, we've covered everything, have we? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, so thanks very much, Kira, for having me on. It was great to, great to chat to everyone this morning. It's been an absolute joy.